Hello, folks. This is the Knickknack Podcast, Season 12, Episode 12. Uh, getting some things off my chest. It's been a long week, and I need to get things off my chest, and I've remembered to do this podcasting thing. So, grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product, if you so indulge, and we'll be right back. Alright, so things to get off my chest. The first thing that I want to get off my chest is Hillary Clinton is running again. And this is so, so fucking frustrating. Not only because it doesn't give chances for other candidates to run, it's because she won't give up. And there's so much... Um clout and stigma that goes with Clinton, and I read George Stephanopoulos' book about um, All Too Human, about the first Clinton years, Bill Clinton and his tenure as president, and the more I find out about the Clintons, the more I don't like them, so, you know, with all her talk about the glass ceiling and You know, women in politics, I think it's great that we have women in politics. I admire Elizabeth Warren. She's not quite progressive enough for me, but she's sort of in that vein. Um, I admire Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and what she's doing. I don't like Nancy Pelosi because, much like Hillary Clinton, she's neoliberal, and neoliberal pisses me the fuck off. Um, but, um, I, I just, I don't, I'm shaking my head. This makes me so, so mad. So, so mad. Um, and there's nothing I can do about it. Not a thing. Um, one of the things about, uh, going back to radio production, um, and trying to think about and decide what show I wanted to do, what the concept was, all that sort of stuff. I wanted to f- focus on lo- local politics because I figured it would make me less mad, which is untrue. And I also figured that there would actually be something that you could get actionably done in local politics. And now I'm starting to doubt the truthfulness of that statement. Um, because on a national level, national level, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Um, you know, Clinton's gonna want run again. It, it'll probably be either Clinton or um, what's his name, the guy that I used to like that I no longer like anymore because he's a moderate. Uh, Harris could get it, um, and I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, But it'll probably be either Clinton, Harris, or the other guy whose name I can't think of. Um, And they're all moderates. And moderates are essentially equivalent to... They're not equivalent to Republicans today, because the Republican Party has moved so far right, it's ridiculous. Um, My friend and I were joking. Okay, yeah, the alt-right and the alt-left. 
if you look at your keyboard, what's the next furthest, furthest button out on both the right and the left? It's the control button. So I'm in the control left that is socialist and, um, you know, the Hillary Clinton and uh, uh, Kamala Harris um, are kind of on the space button. And I don't like the space button. It's big, it's wide, it covers a lot of territory, and it has a demographics that's respectable, but I just don't like it. And I'm sick, sick, sick and tired of it. Because they both bow down to businesses, they both have super PACs. It's, it's all about money. Um, and since Occupy Wall Street, my number one concern has been, A, to get a direct democracy, and uh get move away from representation and move to directly um voting on public policy and then uh two i want money out of politics you know separation between wall street and uh, washington um just like you theoretically have separation between church and state that sort of same idea um, but nobody listens to me and nobody agrees with me, so what are you going to do, right? Um, so yeah, I'm pretty mad and frustrated about that, and there's not a thing I can do, um, and it's frustrating. And it's also frustrating because obviously, obviously, I don't want Trump in the White House. Um, am I going to go Bernie or bust again? I can't say for sure at this point. Um, let's see. Going back the history of uh, the last couple of elections, um, I believed in Obama and the change he promised in 2008. So I voted for Obama in 2008. In 2012, I found out that, or I felt that there was not a significant change. Uh, the fact was that Obama hired pretty much the same staff that Bush had, um, and that was no good. So I voted for Roseanne Barr. This was before she went around the bend uh, and became a Trump, Trump supporter. That was back in 2012. And in 2016, I uh, wrote in Bernie Sanders because fuck Hillary Clinton, uh, to put it not nicely. Um, so that's my voting record. Uh, I stand by it for the most part. Um, and I, you know, will it's going to be a long, long, long primary season. And I don't have cable, so thankfully I'm going to be spared for most of it. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's either going to be Hillary Clinton Camilla Harris, Camilla Harris, or I'm going to look up his name real quick and edit the this together. Cory Booker was who I couldn't think of. Um, I've seen Cory Booker speak before. He has a lot of charisma. He's definitely an interesting fella, um, but he's on the space bar of the political spectrum. Um, and like I said before, I'm not a fan of the space bar of the political spectrum. So there you go. Um, switching to local politics, 
Um, and I will be increasing uh, how much I focus my interest on local politics because um, I do slowly want to move forward with the big idea and make that a thing. Um, I talked to some colleagues on Friday. It looks like I'm going to get some support. I'm going to have some staff, as it were. That will make my life easier. That would make it actually doable. Um, the last CPJC 30 segment is Friday, March 1st at 11.30 a.m. on KZFR, FM 90.1, on the radio dial if you're in the Northern California area. Um, so tune in to that. And, uh, you know, I want to move forward with the big idea. We'll see if it happens. Um Universe willing, that's what I'll say about that. Um, But turning to local politics, uh, there was a strange, strange, strange environmental vote uh, at City Council. Uh, And it basically boiled down to, there were a bunch of proposed uh, environmental actions that the council could have taken. And the mayor, Randall Stone... Uh, wanted, made a motion to only enact two um, elements of the proposal. And Ann Schwab, uh, another city councillor, was confused and seconded, thinking that all of the measures would be adopted. And then there was further confusion. They tried to sort out, okay, what are we actually voting on? Ultimately, Randall Stone's motion was passed. Uh, Vice Mayor Alex Brown supported it, which disappointed me. Um, And uh, there were only two of the environmental measures passed. Now, I am not an environmentalist. I'm the last person you could call an environmentalist. But, um, if there's little stuff we can do, little stuff, to make the earth suck a little less. That's not a bad idea. And I don't know. They, I, I guess the real takeaway for me was that Vice Mayor Alex Brown uh, ran a very progressive campaign, ran a campaign based on, you know, being young and being new in politics and change and that sort of thing. And You know, it made me think of, um, you know, some of the spirit, you know, the grassroots movement, the sort of spirit behind, um, not Bernie Sanders himself, but the Bernie Sanders movement that he started, um, you know, and, uh, there was another person that ran for our local, um, uh, congressperson's seat, our local um, House of Representatives seat, uh, that ran a very similar campaign of, you know, being relatively young, being relatively new to politics, and I get swept into these campaigns, and I really get enthused by them. So, to see a person that ran that kind of campaign, and then, you know, kind of say yes to a moderate, Uh, That makes me really sad, 
Really, really sad indeed. I don't like it when people say yes to people in this space bar. Um, you know, I was expecting... I was just expecting a different outcome from Vice Mayor Brown. So, um, I'll articulate more on that if uh, the show ends up going through, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, that happened. Apparently there was a presentation on flavored tobacco... Now, at you, as you all know, at the top of the show, I say grab your favorite tobacco product if you so indulge. Um, I am a smoker. I smoke cigarettes. I smoke menthol cigarettes, which would be considered flavored tobacco by any measure, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I gotta say, at first it tastes a little like mint, but it's not, it's not overwhelmingly mint. And I don't think kids are running around saying, oh, I want a mint cigarette. Now, there are some tobacco products that advertise strawberry and kiwi and lime and orange Julius and, you know, fruit punch. Um, and that's certainly true of, um, of hookah. Uh, hookah is exactly that. Hookah is exactly flavored tobacco. Um, so... I can understand why you don't want fruit punch flavored tobacco. I get that. But leave my menthol cigarettes alone, please, 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 please. I know they're bad for me. I know they're more bad than the regular uh, reds. Um, but please leave them alone. That's all I ask. I just want, you know, it's the tiny things in life. It's the ability to drink Coca-Cola when I have the money. It's the ability to smoke cool longs when I have the money. It's just these tiny things in life that I enjoy. Trying to make life suck less. That's what it's all about. Um, so, yeah, that's my thought on that. Um, trying to think. I'm doing a long haul in Flight Sim. Uh, I had some flight sim troubles today, finally got it sorted out. Uh, I've been trying to take one thing at a time, going slowly, not moving overly fast. Um, I've spent a lot of time writing emails and deleting them all and then sending a shorter message. Uh, I've actually conversed with an old friend about radio and radio production. And they were saying how stressed they got before a radio show, so that made me feel like I wasn't alone. Um, they also reminded me that the professionals that we look up to, you know, didn't start as professionals. They had to start somewhere, too. They had to start at a rocky place. And that got me to think, uh, to listen back to the original TBTL, Too Beautiful to Live podcast, you can find that at archive.org, the original episode. Um, and on that original episode, as it happened, Lou Burbank actually played some of his early broadcast tapes. Uh, and that made me feel better. So uh, thanks to my friend for reminding me to do that. Uh, I'm going to have to listen back to that episode again if uh, the radio show goes forward. Um, the other thing I'm... Uh, there's a Justice for Desmond interview that I'm going to be doing next Friday on the CPJC30. Um, 
Now, Justice Desmond Phillips was killed by police in Chico after suffering a mental health crisis. Um, they were looking for an ambulance. They got cops. Um, and it was blatant murder. Um, simple as that. Uh, DA excused it. The attorney general refused to take the case, saying that there was no legal way to challenge the case and the laws had to be changed in order to challenge such cases. So the big questions that I'm going to have for them is how do we go about changing these laws? Um, How did the Attorney General's ruling make you feel? How did you deal with that? Um, And then uh, nowadays there are behavioral health specialists that go out with police on calls like this Um, and I wanted to ask, does that make, uh, is that improving the situation? Do you feel any better, uh, now that you know that behavioral health specialists are going out with police on some calls, do you feel any better about the situation? Um, you know, it's called Justice for Desmond. Um, you know, I, I really don't think that there's any way to get justice for wrongs like this, um... I'm a no fan of the police. Um, I haven't figured out a good model for a society that exists without police, but I definitely want a policeless society uh, because all my interactions with police have been negative uh, and I'm not some criminal that goes around, um, you know, shooting up people or speeding or, you know, I've obviously done some speeding. I've obviously you know, been homeless, but I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, a criminal kingpin. Um, but I haven't had good experience with police, and I don't think anybody, I don't think very, I won't say anybody, but I don't think very many people have had good experience with police. Um, and I think there's a better way to handle conflict resolution than calling the police. I really do. And when it comes to a mental health crisis, when I was in crisis um, last week, I didn't call the crisis number. I didn't call 911. I called my sister. And the reason was, I know that if you call crisis and they confirm that you're suicidal and you have a plan, they will send police out to do what they call a wellness check. And that's what got Desmond killed. And I have white privilege. I don't have class privilege. I'm at the bottom rung of our societal class system. But I still have white privilege. But I'm still afraid of calling the cops to my home. I don't want to do that. Um, so, I don't know if that fear is justified or not. I don't... You know, I don't know. It's kind of here, neither here nor there. But, um, I don't know. We need to be able to handle mental health crises better as a society. We need to be able to handle mental mental health treatment better as a society. Um, and we need to get neoliberals the fuck out of politics. Um... And the alt-right the fuck out of politics while I'm at it. So just kick them the fuck out of politics. 
Um, so those are the major points that I'm trying to drive home today. Um, what else do I have on my mind? I think that's pretty much it. You can email me, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. Again, that's N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, a Golf Mike, Alpha India Lima, Dot Charlie, Oscar Mike. And until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye.